0: Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Johan and Charleston back with you with the second show, Better with Age. Today, we're very, very proud to have Nate Hiltz, the lead singer from the Dead South, with us. Nate, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? It's a little dark. I'm
0: doing pretty good, man.
1: Can you guys see me okay? Do I blend in? <laughs> you got all your with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I look like them. <laughs> <laughs> every show it's a different background with charleston nate so you gotta just kind of roll with the punches here so okay. <laughs> yeah. nate i gotta before we get started i gotta uh, tell you one thing uh one thing about charleston he he's he's he puts his mind to everything he puts 110 percent so when i told him that we were going to be um having you on the show for for the first show um uh we're doing some background. We're like, okay, what are we going to do about for Nick Lewis? Um, Charleston, you know, he's, he's relentless. He's aggressive, you know, just like the way he is on the football field. Uh, He went and he, he's like a PI uh, in his spare time. So what he did is that he went and he found online Nick Lewis's like grade nine pictures. He found his grade 10, you know, basketball pictures, everything like that. So when I told him that we're going to have a chance to talk with Nate, he goes, oh yeah, okay, no problem. Two days ago, I said, okay, we're we're good to go with Nate. He goes, okay, I've been digging. I've been uh, been talking to some guys that went to the Boldis. So I'm gonna find out, see what I can. So any any other pictures that come up uh, of you later on, you know who to blame in regards to that. <laughs> that, that <laughs> how you been? How's uh how you been of late? I know this is kind of a a different time. That's not a usual thing where we can say hey how's covid been treating you how are you doing uh, things like that i know you guys had a lot of big things on the go previous to uh everything happen. how's life for you now
2: well life has definitely changed uh i don't think i've sat down for this long before it's, it's been pretty crazy uh, it's, it's been really nice in terms of trying to get stuff done Around the house, or like you know, actually getting a lot more personal time with family, even if it's over Zoom and phone calls. Just having more headspace for that. Um, our touring world has changed completely. We've missed two tours now. We're supposed to be in Europe right now. We're supposed to be in Europe a month ago as well. And we're just kind of taking the blows as they come, and as they keep canceling stuff, we have to try and reschedule them for next year, hoping that that's when stuff will start.
0: Yeah, so, and yeah. I'm. I'm- yeah, I'm sure it's the same way with Charleston. He's got no clue about what's going on football-wise. <laughs>
1: <And> then, <laughs> yeah, man. it's I mean, it's hard times right now, especially for a lot of people, for athletes, just for your common day, everyday worker. I mean, nine-to-five worker, man, it's hard for everybody right now because a lot of people are out of jobs. Musicians like yourself are getting shows canceled left and right. You were supposed to perform at Juno's this year, right? So. Yeah yeah i had tickets to go to that show i bought three <laughs> tickets and don't know who i was going with but i know i was just gonna go so <laughs> that was, the was first look- yeah that
0: was, I- the first, that was the first time that charleston was going to hear you live and i was telling him okay man you got to go hear Me you got to go hear him you're gonna do this you got to say hi to nate you got to go and do that and he was, I was all... trying to, i was trying to see what everybody going stir crazy about <laughs> i
1: started hearing all this bluegrass music <laughs> and i even asked johan Yo, can you please define to me <laughs> i need you to do this for me nate what <laughs> exactly is bluegrass music
2: well bluegrass music is um music that was started in north carolina by uh, earl scruggs and uh, Lester Flatt flack and and um Oh man, I'm just blanking right now on the most important, it'll come to me as I'm going, but the style of music that uh, these these guys came up with, and they just started, I don't know, play. it was like a faster version of what was out there, and people, were, I don't know, it just spoke to the people around there, what we do is a little different than Bluegrass, but we definitely take from it and aspire from it too, it's like the punk of the old days, you know?
1: There you oh, go. <laughs> so would you consider, would you consider yourselves to be in a category of your own? Like, who is your competition? Ah,
2: that's a, I, I would say we're definitely in a category of our own. Not saying that we're the best out there, but no one really knows where to put us. We just kind of, you know, we can be at a metal festival, a punk festival, a country festival, a bluegrass festival.
1: It just kind of works. So keeping the door, keeping the door open. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not bad. That's not bad. Nate, tell us a little bit about uh, Local Boy. You know, I kind of, when I asked you to be um, on the show here, when we asked you to be on the show, we wanted to be able to tie in Regina. All right, Charleston's here in Regina now. I moved to Regina 18 years ago from Saskatoon. Nobody does that, right? Saskatoon versus Regina, that's... (laughs) That's competition right there. So uh, so you guys uh, are local boys, right? Local, uh, all, all four members of the band, grew up here in Regina and went to La Boldis Or where would you guys go? Uh,
2: three of us did. Um, Colton, our band, we is actually from Prince Albert. You know, OK. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so how was it like Been growing up in Saskatchewan, and now you guys are touring around Europe, Canada, US, all over?
2: Yeah, it's uh, quite a bit different. And- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
2: know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you get used to being up around here, and all the ways to Saskatchewan. And um, actually, one thing I did love about this band is, even in Saskatchewan, we have to discover a lot of places I've never heard of or been to as well. Yeah, we just kind of get invited <laughs> to play these places, and that's uh, pretty interesting. It, it's awesome. The the way it's expanded our minds and let us just see the world is incredible.
0: I bet I bet that 's one of the things I know Charleston as an athlete's going on been all over too yeah i 've been to
1: Atuna, Saskatchewan
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was in, Charleston was recently playing hockey over the uh, over the off season in Imperial Saskatchewan, and that was the event to be able to go and do that there. <laughs> so I know that uh, I grew up in Saskatoon, and when I was going to university, I got to play. Uh, I got to to work at a place called Louis Pub, right, the U of S campus. And when I worked there for four years, um, it was known as kind of the the venue for bands. It was fantastic. This is in the '96 to 2000. We got to see some of the bands like Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. We got to see bands play there like uh, 5440, The Watchmen. Uh, I mean, there was just hundreds of bands that were just fantastic. Um, for you, what's it been like to, to be able to grow up here and then you're starting to play at places like the Connexus uh, Center of the Arts? Um, you know, that was the last show I, I watched the, you guys there. Uh, I, my wife and I went there fantastic. We were just – our mind was blown after that with Dino sons and you guys and just everything. How's it been like?
2: Oh, it's been incredible. I mean, our, our goal was kind of to play at O'Hanlon's here in Regina. We'd seen a <laughs> lot of guys play there. And we're like, oh, one day we'll play O'Hanlon's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. To go from wanting to play Dohan's to being able to fill like, the Kickstarter Center is it's uh, pretty
1: incredible. I find that I find that kind of big, especially because there's not a real humongous music scene here in Regina. Like there's not a place like you can go besides um, I think Capitol, where they have live music every once in a while at, at Capitol, but there's not a big scene for like live music like that here. Um so every time something does come around, you know, a lot of people around the area do support it.
2: Yeah, it's good. I, I notice that Regina definitely goes in ebbs and flows. Sometimes there's music all over the place. I mean the exchange is, is really good for having the music as well where I met you guys. Um Fat Badger has uh, the Alley Dogs playing there every Tuesday night kind of thing, which is great. But so we've been losing a lot of venues over the years. Um there used to be quite a few more and, and now it's just kind of getting slim pickings and yeah, remember it's, it's Like, yeah, it grows and shrinks all the
1: time.
0: Yeah, I remember the state. You know, I remember places like the state would always play live, kind of harder rock music. Then there'd always be, you know, McNally's would be doing some cover bands always, and then uh, you know, Old oh Hands was always good for that and picking that up. But I mean, just like in Saskatoon, the one thing that's scary now is that I was just talking with a bar owner yesterday, and. and um, you know, they said they're not going to reopen after COVID. It's it's a scary time to be able to think about, you know, how many places now we're going to see if we didn't have a lot before. What are we going to do now after and be able to do that? So, what's what's the future like for you guys? I know that you guys is it just the same thing as Charleston? Wait and see. Wait and see. You guys, I know you got some tour dates. You guys released uh, uh, your latest album a while ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so in terms of touring, we're not really too sure. Like I said before, we're kind of booking a year away as they get canceled kind of thing. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, luckily there is other options in the meantime, uh, like recording music, trying to work on some video projects and stuff like that. Just kind of keep uh, everything moving and uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, going from there. What about um, – uh, do you think that you guys are going to be doing a lot more uh, local shows or, or Canadian shows now that – I mean, with the way that travel is going too, they're saying that travel could be up to four times more expensive, just the way that, you know, we just probably won't be able to get across the border for a while or it might be different. Uh, Charleston hasn't been back to the States since when, Charleston? Was the last time you oh, were there? It.
1: Oh, it's been a while. I don't even know what the States smell like anymore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. – you Do you foresee you guys looking at maybe doing more local shows or you guys looked to, to do anything? Uh, uh, I know that bands like the Drop uh, Dropkick Murphys, they're doing shows now, uh, live shows. I think um, uh, they're doing live shows on air in front of empty stadiums, you know, in May 29th. Things like that, which you'd never hear about before. Now, you know, has anything like that been discussed or, or anything in regards to that?
2: Yeah, there's been a lot of discussion on what to do to just continue playing, how to go about it in a different way than other people have done it. Um, The the tough thing about doing, you know, playing to empty stadiums is you're not getting that live feedback from the people. Mm. To really create that show experience, which would make it a a little more difficult. But, yeah, it's it's a very interesting time to see where this goes. It's going to be, um,
1: yeah, it's going to be very, very, Tricky,
0: I think. yeah. But
1: you, but you have been locked up in the lab, so you have to be <laughs> writing. You have to be writing right now. Oh yeah, there's been some stuff in the works in the lab.
2: <laughs>
0: I was telling Charleston about same thing about for him. I said, how odd would it feel coming out of the stadium to bring it out, and nobody's out there, and you're going like, okay, well, yeah, I'm coming out to, you know, to you're used to thirty three thousand rabid rider fans and now you're going to come out and no one's going to be there it's got to be different mentally it's going to be different you know for you guys to be able to to i'm sure that when you guys came out in connexus there and you had everybody standing cheering that vibe must have been just fantastic to be performing on there but now you know you're going to be doing no one there it's a different mental game maybe for you guys to be able to to do that or how to be able to feel it
2: i think so i mean even when you're doing a live album like you try to capture all these feelings and sounds but it's just it's different from when you play live because live you get that you know where you get that energy where you want to you know you want to hit someone a little harder you know you want to run a little faster you want to sing a little harder all of that stuff you can yeah. feel it from the people
0: <laughs>
2: so, so i guess yeah good question like charleston how do you feel about that Like going to play football without anyone watching you
1: I mean, you just got to work together at that point. You've got to find a way to, to thrive off your teammates now. You got to celebrate with your teammates more. You got to <laughs> really, really find a way to take advantage. There's always something that you can get an upper hand on the situation. So if there's no crowd, there's no crowd in the stands, there's no screaming out there. Now I can hear the quarterback's cadence. Now I, can, now, I, now I can hear the play calls in the huddle. So, <laughs> so you got to just take advantage of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Maybe what we're, what we're looking at here is you guys can do more of the same thing that Michael Jordan did, is a more of a backstage documentary and seeing how you guys prepare. But uh, it'd be different uh, without those crowds. We're trying to see if Charles can go get a mic on the whole year now and be able to do that. But that's uh, – <laughs> that'd be that'd be an interesting long 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 show so
1: <laughs> yeah i got i do got a question for you so how many how many different hats do you have like like the wide the wide brim hat it's only one that's my one well on stage yeah that's my one yeah okay where, <laughs> where do i find one well, i got that one custom
2: made in uh by a fellow in sisters oregon named gene baldwin so i can in oregon
1: in oregon yeah Oh, my goodness. I got to go all the way to Oregon to get it? is <laughs> <laughs> He can mail you stuff. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, That's
2: you nice. I got to measure the shape of your head and then the size of it, too, so that he can fit it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and you just mail that stuff back to him, and he sends you a hat.
1: Okay, okay. I might, I might be into that. Next time you see me, I might have one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now that's something we're going to hold Charleston to, or maybe you can do a, Do what we did, uh, Nate, is we'll trade you helmets. We'll trade a, a Charleston helmet for your hat, and you guys can swap for a day or for a show. <laughs> yeah,
2: that would be awesome, Yeah. How no, it's you
1: have a touchdown playing in that thing? Yeah. The oh, a- no, it's just a, pre, it's just a pregame warm-up, the pregame oh. wear.
0: will <laughs> <laughs> be snapping the fingers, too. And, <laughs> and
1: snapping the fingers. That might be my next sack dance. I'm going to do that little two-step. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got going on. <laughs> okay.
0: I'll <laughs> be. The, you'll know that that's your tribute Nate right there to the dead south is the Charleston Hughes sock dance will so be the uh, you know, of,
1: don't expect <laughs> Don't expect that whistle though that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough now that, I've, now that I've heard it I get it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are a lot,
0: so boys, a lot of the other boys a lot of the other boys Rider fans you guys grew up as Rider fans here in Saskatchewan
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, you all kind of grow up as Ryder fans to a degree. Whether you're watching or not, you're hearing about it, you're at someone's place and you're watching the game, you know?
1: Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So how many people are actually in the band? Because I've seen four, I've seen five, I've seen a girl swap in, she came out of nowhere, she was surprising, and I'm trying to figure out what's going, what's, what's going on with that.
2: Yes. Yeah, so there are four members. We're back to the original four. Uh, but what happened was, in the beginning, Danny was still very heavy in um, his structural engineer degree, and he started taking his master's program and had to get work done. So he wasn't able to make a lot of tours. So then our good friend Del Suelo came in and learned the cello and played a bit. And even before him, Graham Tilsley played he a little bit, step in when he needed to. Before that, another guy. We got we asked all these guys to learn the cello that don't know how to play it. They're <laughs> they good musicians, so they just you know they just figured it out. And then they, they would step in and save our bus when we needed it. And then Colton took a little lead from the band for about three years. And in that time, Eliza, Mary Doyle came in and joined in for a bit. And uh, yeah, now we're all back together. So we got the original four back.
1: All right, that's pretty cool. How many instruments can you play?
2: Well, I can kind of play the guitar. That's
1: <laughs> Kind of? <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I'm just, I'm just the voice. <laughs> and the looks and the looks <laughs> yeah i'm
2: probably the worst guitar player in the band and second worst singer probably you know but uh, i make it work i just go with it, i believe you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i can play uh, guitar and a little bit of mandolin and i can fill around on some other stuff though. i'm not great in anything else really
1: yeah someone someone y'all started this so when y'all started this whole band off and everything cuz you know it all starts off some kind of way did it start off as just "Hey, let's just try this out," or "Hey, you start off as a joke," or "Hey, do we go like, man, we're we're really pretty good"? At what point did you like determine like we can make this happen?
2: Well, when we first started, it was the day after I met Colton. Um, I was washing dishes at, in in um, my condo that we were renting by the university. I was listening to a band called "Chapel by Turtles." and he came uh, came over with my roommates they're all in the wrestling team together and we just started talking about music right away <clears throat> and he said how we just recently got a banjo and i said i always wanted to play in a band so that's how it started it kind of started as like just some friends jamming and having you know having some fun together not taking ourselves seriously but then we started taking it like realizing that something we wanted to do we played about five or six shows in and around Regina, and then we got invited to go play Red Deer, Alberta. Then we got one taste of the road and we 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 couldn't get enough. We were just like, okay, oh, dear, really? we gotta keep this going, yeah. We gotta keep going. It was too fun. We had a blast. Shortly after that we booked a month long tour at Saskatchewan, Alberta. Just since you know, maybe no one was even watching some night, but it was just like, Yeah, let's keep doing this. This is <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's now-
0: good what's what's the what's kind of been your like tsn highlights um you know moment where you can think back now where you're going like man okay i came from you know just thinking about playing it with for, with a few guys to now man yeah we played at this venue in the states or we played at this venue here and doing that what's your kind of you're going like yeah man okay this is pretty good but i'm sure you got another goal that you want to get to but what's been kind of the the TSN highlights so far, and and where do you want to go after that?
2: Well, there's there's been a, a couple. The first highlight is when people start singing your songs back to you. That <laughs> was the first highlight. And you're like, oh, okay, people are actually liking our stuff, and you know they know the words. That's incredible. Yeah. But after that, it was, uh, I'd say, our most recent one that blew our minds is we played Red Rocks in Colorado. There, that's a ten thousand person amphitheater. And uh, we played with Deer, Tick, and Chapel by Turtles, and that was just incredible. Been, I played there every day for the rest of my life, if I could. Um, and then now we got we're supposed to play the Caverns in Tennessee coming up, which I'm really excited for. Yeah. But in, in a cave, like, that's just a cool <laughs> setting. We're really looking forward to that. Uh-huh. And, and uh, before, uh, before uh, Red Rock, I'd say, it was the, when we got the opportunity to start scoring, playing Europe. I didn't care right. where it, it was. Just you got the opportunity to get on a plane and go play
0: somewhere. How um, how is how is that in Europe? How is that vibe in Europe? I mean, when they're when you're coming over to to play, kind of that your style of music, is there a big following there? I, I mean, that's
2: they bought into us first.
0: Yeah, you know, we started, we
2: were a band for about a year and a half, and we were doing pretty well Saskatchewan. Alberta was starting to build a little bit more and more. And, you know, the name started to get tossed around. Then we started going to Germany, and Germany just—they took us, and we ran with them for a couple of years. Hard. We were going there three, four times a year, doing mm-hmm. some bigger shows than we played anywhere else.
0: Yeah. Maybe we got to see Charleston on if it's off season. Maybe we got to see if they need a few lockies for their road trips and be able to come along. And I, I do have suspenders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if you don't, we have some for you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: awesome and then what's uh anything any any place else that you guys like i know the junos would have been cool to be able to play for and be able to do that but any any other motivation or place where you guys are going okay we want to play here i want to play with this band or any other kind of a uh, place that you're you're kind of motivated to go to oh yeah i like to play the grand Ole opry in
2: nashville yeah. that'd be you know just a bucket list kind of thing yeah oh, i'm sure there's a couple more on top of my mind that i'm just blanking on but yeah, it would have been amazing to play the Junos. I mean, everybody, that's a great pinnacle in life to win one. We've won one before. Yeah. And then we're going to have the opportunity to play it this year. And it was like, oh, man, that's, that's yeah. what yeah, Yeah. You know.
0: the, the Grand Ole Opry, I was there a few years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's just when you go into places like that, it's the history, right? It's the vibe you get, the people, the appreciation of music when you're there in, in Nashville that it's just like it, it takes you away. That's right and you're a part of that history at that point
1: too once yeah. you get a chance to play there right yeah, yeah. definitely
0: yeah. well uh well nate we definitely uh appreciate coming on the show and and join us we got to see if we can work on that uh Charleston sack dance, we gotta maybe see if we can get together and uh,
1: uh I gotta see if I could throw it in there but if i do if I do that, that means you gotta throw a surf in there somewhere
0: you guys can figure out the royalties after but
1: <laughs> oh oh, side question is your middle does your middle name start with a j nope, oh man. Yeah. There goes, there goes this pi investigating skills. I I thought I found him on MySpace from way back in the day. Oh, <laughs> did I? I think I did.
2: No, it's shame, but I, there is something on there, bro. For- back of the
0: day
1: for sure oh great. see it was you. <laughs> I told
0: you i told you this man is good at his private investigative skills so watch yeah. out i saw some
1: myspace pictures and i was on the fence about whether it was you or not but <laughs> okay that's hilarious
2: well, it'd be even better if it wasn't me and you put it up there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. well like i said Nate, uh, thanks again. We really appreciate coming on the show. Uh, we wish you all the best, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to be able to see you out in the show and on the road uh, at a show soon. And all the best to you. Yeah,
1: thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, little... man. Thanks. Appreciate appreciate coming on, chatting with me. I know I can ask some silly questions sometimes, but they're all I I need to know, and everybody else needs to know too. so so in hell i'll be good company also
0: (laughs) (laughs) there you go there's this sign off line there you go all right take care man
2: see you guys